Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with 14-year-old San Diego-based author Shanti Hershenson. Her first two novellas were published when she was only in the sixth grade. Ever since she could hold a pencil, marker, or crayon, she's been creating stories. They started from pictures, mere scribbles, and eventually turned into captivating tales and stories. These days, she writes in a variety of genres, including science fiction, fantasy, and historical fiction. Along with writing, she advocates for anti-bullying. She's a great interview. Enjoy. Wonderful. Thanks for taking some time out today. I appreciate it. Of course. I'm going to start off here and ask, you know, the one thing that's been kind of a big deal around Earth for the last couple of years has been COVID. How has that time treated you? How have you been? Um, I've been great, considering that most of my books were written right in the middle of the pandemic or towards the end. I really um, did enjoy COVID, although I didn't really enjoy the isolation part of it. I enjoyed it all the time, and I enjoyed not having to go to school. Well, and I guess that's the thing about writing. At the end of the day, writing is a more of a solitary kind of venture, so it's not really a, a, about that as much as it is getting out and promoting it and doing all of that. So at this point, are things opening up so that you can get out and do promotions? Because that's a pretty big deal with writing. Thankfully, yeah, now they are. Good deal. So what kinds of things are you doing, and, and, and how, how is all that working now? I mean, is, is things, have things changed drastically out in California now with things kind of opening up with COVID? They have, and they haven't. There are some places where it feels like COVID really never existed. Um, but, yeah, now thankfully, like, news opportunities are opening up, opening up book signings are opening up. Um, and those were all things I couldn't do um, unless I did them virtually uh, a few months ago. So. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm in the Midwest. I'm in Kansas City, so you know, we we wouldn't assume that places in California would act like it's not there because you know places that are like New York and California, and you you know they, they tend to be pretty hyper vigilant about things. So there were some areas out there where they just ignored everything and acted like nothing was going on. Definitely, yeah. Like what kind of what what areas were doing that? Oh, um, mostly just like kind of. I don't even know if they're cities. Just kind of. So I live in San Diego. So there are some areas in San Diego that you know there. There are COVID policies up in place. However, the people that that live there kind of wouldn't wear masks. Wouldn't kind of you know. Realize there was a pandemic going on. And yeah, that's why we had a bit of a COVID outbreak. So. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about how this writing journey began for you. I mean, you're you're young and you've got a lot going on. So when did this all start? When did you know this was going to be something you wanted to make, you know, more of a permanent thing? My writing journey began at a very young age because I started writing at a very young age. I mean, like five or six. However, I did start kind of writing officially as like a job as publishing when I was 11 turning 12. That was when I wrote my first two novellas. Then later on, I wrote, when I, before, like months before my 13th birthday, when I was still 12, I wrote my first novel, Biome Walk. And, and now, how old are you now? 14. Okay, so you're 14 now. So how many books total do you have out now? Um, I have out, well, as of tomorrow, I will have out 11 books. And wow. I am currently writing my eighth. How do you find the time to do this? When do, when do you dole out the time? Or are you just constantly writing in every free free minute you have? Well, on school days, I usually will write as soon as I get home. What I do is I write about a thousand words a day, sometimes more, never less, um, on school days. Then on the weekends and now that it's summer, I write a lot more. Honestly, it depends on the books. There are some books I will sit there and it will take me hours just to get out a thousand words. Then there are some other books I have 
where I'll be extremely excited to write and I will just like write and write and write and I will finish those books a lot quickly. Right now I wrote, so yesterday I wrote 4,000 words. The day before I wrote 3,500. I'm trying to have a completed first draft of the book I'm writing by the end of the month. So the next month I can try to start writing um, the third book in that series. So I'll have that as I'm starting school again. So what do you write about? What, what's, what's kind of the subject matter? What's kind of the bread and butter for you? I write about some of the weirdest stuff. I mean, not really. Um, usually my books are science fiction. So there's a lot of aliens, robots, kind of dystopian societies, um, like obsessive, they're possessive governments. A lot of really kind of typical topics. I mean, like I'm 14, so I'm a teenager, and every teenager goes through their YA dystopian phase. And I do read a lot of YA dystopian, but I also write a lot of it. So that's kind of how my um, little, like, rebellious phase has played out. I also like fantasy. However, the fantasy books I have, I don't even want to call them fantasy. They just have really weird magic and ghosts and a bunch of really weird stuff that I don't know why I wrote, but I did. Um, but usually it's um, young adult dystopian. And if I have my poetry books, but those aren't, like, my main focus, so... So, I mean, doesn't it seem like over this COVID period we've kind of entered some level of dystopianness? I mean, we are, we are more divided than ever. People don't trust the government. We have all of these things that have kind of swept through that almost seem like sci-fi. You know, machines run everything. If we didn't have computers and all of these things during the pandemic, there would have been no communication. Does it kind of seem like that that kind of gives you a good backdrop for, for things to think about? In some ways. Um, what was the first story that you ever wrote that you felt like it was th- this was going to be a, pl- a path that you wanted to take? Like, when did you feel like, I'm a writer, this is what I want to do? What story did you write? So when I was maybe, the first story I ever wrote is the one I think of for that, honestly. And I was in first grade. It was very early on. I was around five or six. And I sat down, and it was during free toys, and I gathered all the materials and stapled together this little book. It was called A Cat in the Love because those were the only words I actually knew how to spell at the time. And after I finished it, I was extremely happy. It really, I have to say, didn't have much of a plot. However, looking back on it now, it has more of a plot than one would think. But that was a moment where I realized, like, oh, my gosh, this is cool. I kind of want to be an author when I grow up. Um, in the years following, there are a few more, like, little writing like writing projects I can think of that, made me feel like I want to do this. This is so cool. So what is your favorite book? What was the book that really made you think, wow, this is what I would like to do or really motivated you to just want to do something more? So as a kid, for most of my like childhood years, about fourth grade, maybe fourth grade and fifth grade, um, my favorite book was Echo. It was very long, and I just remember being quite inspired to write by it. Um, I have a, I had a bunch of favorite books. My other, my current favorite book, however, is The Perks of Being a Wallflower. I love that book. It's very, um, the way it's written is very interesting. It's a very sad, very relatable book. You know, as a, a young person in this world right now, you know, looking at what we've gone through the last couple of years and looking at what's happening right now in the world, where's your optimism? Or how optimistic do you feel about things? getting to a better place and an even much better place, say, you know, five to ten years from now? I am only a little optimistic because it's my generation who's going to probably be able to change a lot of this, and we're going to be able to vote in a few years. 
And I think my generation is oddly responsible in some of those ways. And I think, like, there are a lot of people in our generation that kind of know what's going on and a lot of people that could help change things when the time comes. Were you surprised at, at you know, the pandemic and, and just everything? I know you're right about dystopian things, but was it a surprise to you that, that we've, we've gone through this pandemic and, you know, like there's even unrest with Russia again and all of that, or is this just kind of something that you've seen was almost inevitable? I mean, so the pandemic was something that very much took me by surprise because I was in sixth grade. My worries um, at the time were Star Wars and Beyblades and a little bit of writing, but not really. So what happened, it just happened so quickly. So, like, at the beginning, like, I heard about it, and I was like, oh, you know, it's going to be fine. Like, it's not going to reach us. And then there was the two-week spring break, and then it was, like, a year at home. Yeah, it was pretty quick, and I, I don't think people thought it was going to last as long as it had, uh, but it certainly has. Um, so who's a hero for you? Who would you consider a role model or hero in your life? Hmm. I'm not sure. Like, maybe my parents, um, you know, typical stuff. Um, so what about if, if anybody alive right now on the planet, who would you like to meet? Oh, I have so many different answers for that. Um. Maybe Dan Reynolds, who's the lead singer of Imagine Dragons, because um, a lot of people make fun of me for that. I love Imagine Dragons. So So what's next for you? As you look to your future and things that are going on, are are you looking at, uh, you know, college? Are you looking to continue to write? What what do you see your future being? Well, a mix of both. I really, really want to go to a good college. So that's something that is hopefully going to happen, and then I really want to continue writing. So probably by the time I'm out of college, I really hope to be um, a, successful, a successful writer. And what I really want is, like, a movie adaptation or something, but, of course, that's an incredibly long shot. Um, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to dream. I definitely want to get, like, an English degree or a literature, literature degree or a creative writing degree because another thing I've thought about doing is maybe being, like, a creative writing professor and teaching writing to people. So if you did have one of your books turn into a movie and you could pick an actor or an actress that you absolutely love to be in one of those, who would you pick? Who would be somebody you would love to have portrayed in one of your books as a movie? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I have the fan cast. I don't actually know a lot of actors. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Um, there are two books of mine that I think would make really great movies. One of them is You Won't Know Her Name. The other one is Never Dying. Um, you Won't Know Her Name. I'd have to cast someone that looks like me. So that I do not know. Um, I did make an entire fan cast for Never Dying. I'm so sorry because I'm completely blanking out on um, who I picked. So. Final question here for you is this. Anybody out there that wants to get your books, to know about anything you know that you're doing as far as live events, Anything more about you? Where's the best place for them to go? The best place for um, anyone who wants to learn more about me and, like, find my events and find all my links and stuff would definitely be my website. My website is shantihershenson.com. That's S-H-A-N-T-I-H-E-R-S-H-E-N-S-O-N.com. That is, like, where everything is. My my website basically is, like, the kind of hub for everything. You can also find me on TikTok, which is at Shanti Who Writes, and then my Instagram is just at Shanti Hershenson. Wonderful. Shanti, thank you for opening up. Good luck with everything. It was great to get to know you. 
Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, and music around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino YouTube channel. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Thank you.